This is Gemara and Shabbos Daf Kof Mem Ches Shabbos is Daf Today's Shir Shvi Es Chos Rufuah Shleim Rav Chaim Vrom Chani Ita Chayav Bat Vatsvan Chaim Misar Shlom Sivim Nizid Das Novar Spas Kinendel Kuz Vachaim Misar Hasni Yosel Ben Mindel Is Rav Peretz Min Yudas Shavalei Tinik Ben Chayet Zarol Tzar Shlom Yudas Bas Noami Vachav Figa Bas Shir Chana Fal David Ben Ita Riva B'Seir Shachli Yisrael And again, just a reminder: All these Shirim Baruch Hashem are also going up as a podcast. There were some Torah Anytime issues yesterday. Hopefully by the time everyone hears this, um, all these issues will be resolved. But everyone should just always know, B'Syatz uh, Shemaya, all this year, are up as a podcast as well. And feel free to send me your email and I can keep you updated in case there are ever any issues, etc. Let's pick it up from the bottom of Kofman Zayin Amr finishing the 22nd Perek. Ein Yardin Kardima. We said in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to go down to the Kardima. Says the Gemara, my Taima. What's special about this place, Kardima? Why can't you go down into that river? Says the Gemara, Misham Pika. Because the slope is a steep slope. It's very slippery. And so therefore what? I mean, you can't do things dangerous even during the week. So why is this an issue? It's not because of danger, says Rashi. The issue is that you're going to slip. You're going to get your clothing wet. And again, another gazira that you're not allowed to even put yourself into a situation. You might get your clothing wet. Why? Because... You're going to come to squeeze it out on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, you're not allowed to make yourself throw up on Shabbos. Five lines to the bottom of Rav Chanam Rav Yechon. Lo Yishan, whoever, very important. In case anyone didn't see this before Shabbos, I didn't have any issues. Says the Gemara, Lo Yishan, Elo Bissam. This din is only Bissam if you're taking an emetic stun that's going to make you throw up. Avil Biyad. But if you need to use your hand, Mutter, then it's Mutter. What do you mean? You can't stick your finger down your throat even during the week. And they have said, you're going to lose the food. Of course, that's referring to a situation that you're throwing up for no reason. But if someone is throwing up for a reason, he has a stomach issue, etc., it is allowed with your finger both during your week and Shabbos. Good idea to uh, brush your teeth during the week. But either way, Shabbos, that might be problematic, but again, that is allowed as long as you're not using a item to make you throw up. Vein ma'atzvin is a cotton. You said you're not allowed to straighten out the child. This gemara sounds familiar. Three lines from the bottom. Amar rechanam of yechanan lefufi yenuka b'shabbos shabbatami lefufi to make it a lafa to wrap up the child. That is allowed. Says the gemara v'anatanin ma'atzvin. We send the mishnah can straighten out the kid. Says the gemara hasam b'chumri shidra the nechzi kabayne. The mishnah is referring to you straightening out the spine, and therefore that looks like bayne. But to wrap up the child. That is allowed, and exactly what uh, process procedure is referring to is not immediately clear. Another very important halacha we spoke it on the Mishnah, just in case people don't hear this before Shabbos. You're not allowed to set a bone on Shabbos. Moving along to Kofim Chazam and Aleph, Machzir Nesachever. No, you could yes set the bone on Shabbos. And Rashi here points out that that's the gear so that Shmuel had in the Mishnah. That is the Allah Lamaisa that you're allowed to yes set a bone on Shabbos. Usually you're going to go to Atzal who knows Allah's anyways, but important to know. Rabbi Rachana went to Pambadisa, loyal to Perkin to Rabbi Yehuda. He didn't go to the Shir of Rabbi Yehuda. Shadri la Ada del Yale. So Rabbi Yehuda sent his servant Ada to take away Rabbi Yehuda's cloak, jacket, make him come to Shir. What's he doing in town here and he's not coming to Shir? Sounds a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit interesting, but let's see why. Amr Zil Garve. I'm sorry. To bring him to Shear, Amrlei Zilgarve, go and grab his coat. Azilgarve, he went, he took his coat, and he came to the Shear. So now, again, let's get the story straight. Rabbi Barachana 
was visiting. So now after he had his jacket taken away, he went to the share of Yehuda. And what did he hear? Of Yehuda Darshan, you're not allowed to return the Shever. You're not allowed to set a bone on Shabbos. Amar lei? Hachem, Rav Chanabak, Tamar Shmuel. What are you talking about, Rav Chana said? Really, the din is in the name of Shmuel, Halacha, Machzir, Nesha Shever. You're allowed to, yes, return the set the bone. Amar lei? Hachana didan, Vashmuel didan. Can you believe it? Chana lives in our city, and Shmuel lives in our city, and yet, lo shmi and I did not hear this halacha. It was not proper that I grabbed your cloak. I want you to come to Shear. Now we see there are you that didn't want him to come to Shear just because he needed him in Shear. He wanted to come to Shear because another time Chacham in Shear he could learn another bit of Torah perhaps. We see how much even from uh, someone even lower than them or a peer. You never know who's going to tell you something you don't know. So we see that he wanted Rav Chana and Lamaisa he did hear a wonderful halacha that you're allowed to yes set the bone on Shabbos. Mishanik for Yadai. Then we said in the Mishnah that if the hand becomes dislocated, so we said you're not allowed to wash it and rub it in warm water, you're only allowed to wash it in cold water. Says the Gemara of Avi Avi Yosef, Kamidir of Yosef, Rav Abba, or of Avi, I'm sorry, was sitting in front of Rav Yosef, Shaniyalei Yadai, and he dislocated his hand. Omar Lay, so he said to him, Hachamayim, allowed to do like this. Also, he said, that's Osir. Hachamayim, allowed to do like this. Omar Lay, also, that's Osir. And as he's moving his hand to say, can I do like this and do like this, poop, it popped into the right place. What was your question? Why are you asking me if you're allowed to do it? And it says in a Mishnah, if the hand of the leg comes out of place, you're not allowed to uh, massage him back with warm water. You're allowed to wash it with cold water with regularly. What was your question? Why were you thinking you're allowed to do it? What do you mean I wasn't right for asking? We know that we learned you're not allowed to set the bone. And yeah, see from here, you always could ask a question, even if something is perhaps simple. You never know. So he says, what do you mean? It said you're not allowed to, but we know Allah is allowed to, yes. So I also ask you the same thing. And What? Is everything one uh, needle? It's all sewn? Is everything the same thing just because it was one mistake? That means this is a mistake as well. So we ended off that no, that which we said that you're allowed to set the bone, you're allowed to set the bone, that which we didn't set, you're not allowed to, and seemingly you would not be allowed to pop back in the dislocated arm. But of course, before we finish the the uh, the, the parak, important to point out that the Mishtaburah, the Machlik, the Mishtaburah, and the Mishtaburah, and the Mishtaburah, and the Mishtaburah, and the Mishtaburah, you can yes, set the bone, and exactly what uh, uh, the difference in these cases are is not clear, but Allah Lamaisa, if anyone has ever seen a bone, a, a dislocation, I should say, I'm sorry, you got to put back in a dislocation, if anyone has ever seen how they do it in, it's a, the simplest procedure, just literally one maneuver, and it's clearly not such a big deal, which is one of the rayas that I think Rishab Zalman and Sefer Nishwas Adam, Nishwas Avram, I'm sorry, speaks out, that it would yes be allowed, but again, generally you go to a, a tele member for these type of things, this is, this is totally on a bigger sugya. Is there bayna ba'adam? Is there a building a person? Maybe that's the reason why it's yes allowed, not allowed. Lamaisa generally we take on the midir and there is. That's the reason why it's only a shayla midir to set it back in, but makim sar, etc, etc. That is that. Hadjun al-Khavis, wonderful mazel tov on the 22nd parak. We begin the 23rd parak, the second to last parak. We're closing in the last 10 days of Mesech Shabbos. Again, everyone please, uh, if you could be in touch so I could give you same details. It does seem it's going to be virtual for all the people outside of the country, all the people inside Eretz Yisrael, it will be live. But please, let's be in touch. We could all at least celebrate together in some level. And of course, the celebration is really a chizik to move into Irvin, Mirza Hashem, very soon. So let's move along, says the Mishnah. 
begin the 23rd parak, the parak Shoyel. Shoyel Adam Echavir, Kadi Ayim Kadi Shaman, you'll have to borrow from your friend on Shabbos. Jugs of wine and jugs of oil, as long as you don't say, lend them to me. If you say the words, then that gives it a stigma of a real halva, which is business-like, and that is not allowed on Shabbos. And so too, a woman is allowed to borrow from his friend, Kikara, he loaves of bread. And, but again, don't say, lend it to me. However, if she doesn't believe you, you know, if someone's going to lend you something and they're afraid you're not going to pay them back, that's like you give some sort of collateral, you give them your jacket, you give them your talis, and then, and after Shabbos, you figure it out. So you're allowed to borrow the item, you just have to be careful with the wording. As we'll see in the Gemara, more important words. If Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos, and therefore you've got to get your current Pesach ready, you're allowed to give your towels to someone, and take the karma Pesach, and after Yantif, you'll make a Cheshvin exactly what's going on. Again, and we'll see in the Gemara exactly what this means. Says the Gemara, Amrlei Rabbi Rechana Labaya. Important to remember, Rabbi Rechana, I'm sorry, because Rabbi Rechana Labaya, the first din is going to be related to our Mishnah, and then because he said one din to Abaya, we're going to t- quote two more dinim in the name of Rabbi Rechana. So it says Rabbi Rechana Labaya, Maishnah Heshi'ilini, Maishnah Halvini. Again, for the wording of the Mishnah, it's clear, what are you not allowed to say? Halvini. You're just not allowed to say, lend me. Seemingly the word of She'ilah, Hashi'ilini, to also is a word of lending that you're allowed to yes say. Why? If you say Hashileni, you're not going to come to write it down. Why? So Rashi, in the first Rashi thing, Mark clues us in that Halvieni is a wording that you use for a long-term loan. So if you're doing a long-term loan, then we're afraid you're going to write it down. Hashileni is more the wording for a short-term loan, so we're not afraid you're going to write it down. So that's the reason why to say Hashileni would yes be allowed, but Halvieni would not be allowed. So ask the Gemara three lines into the Mara. There are certain times when you make a long-term loan, so you should say Halvieni, and people talk. People mess up the words, and they say Hashileni. When people aren't people aren't particular about this matter, and then they write it down because it's a long-term loan. So in Shabbos, we should also be concerned. Basically, the question is, since people at times interchange the words, we should also always be worried that you might come to write it down. you responded, Again, skipping the parentheses. On Shabbos, since the word She'ilah is that which they allowed, they did not allow the word Halvieni. So when someone borrows something and uses the word She'ilah, it's clear that he's saying that word because that is the permissible word. And once you're doing something which is clear, almost like a reminder of sorts, on Shabbos, then, we're not afraid you can write it down. And therefore, you're allowed to say the word Hashileni, you're not allowed to say the word Halvieni. Says the Gemara, Omar Lay Ravabar Khanalabaya. And again, how this plays into modern terminology is not so pushy. Omar Rabbah Khanalabaya, four lines at the bottom. Mikhli. There's a rule with Yantif. Whenever they're abundant, allow you to do something in Yantif, but they allowed it with a clause almost. You have to do it with a shinoi. You have to do it in whichever way possible at some level to diminish the, the stigma of malacha. Says the Gemara, honey, nush and the malu chazvayu, maya, these women that fill up their pails with water in Yantif, my time, Allah, 
So why are they not doing a Shinoi? Why are they not changing it? Again, this is a random din, but of course we quoted the name of Rabbi the Tabaya, we quote another one. So he asked, why, are, why aren't they doing a Shinoi? Answers the Gemara, You know why? Because the only time they require them to do a Shinoi in Yantav is when it's possible. Over here it's not possible. Hey, Chilavdi, what should they do? If they normally use a big bucket, they should use a small bucket? Then you'd have to walk more times. So that's not good. Instead of filling up with a small Small bucket, you with a big bucket. But, <clears throat> then you're making them carry more, which is also not good. Says the Gemara, moving along, Tamid Beis, Nifrois, Sudra, what, you should tell them to spread a, a cloth over the over the bucket? We always have to be afraid, whenever you put cloth near water, you might come to wring it out. You should cover with a lid. That sometimes the lid, the rope that ties on the lid will rip off and come to tie it up. There's nothing they could do, and therefore we allow them to fill up their buckets of water, just like they do during the week. Because there's no way they could do the Shinoi. Three lines down, Kovim Chesam at Bay is a third statement of Rabbi Rechanan Labayo. Barmele Rabbi Rechanan Labayo, Tanam, we learned in the Mishnah. Loy Mehafsakin, Loy Misafkin, Loy Mithavchim, Loy Miraktin, three types of clapping and uh, slapping and dancing, different types of uh, uh, forms of dancing and clapping, beyond if you're not allowed to do. Says the Gemara, one second. We see people, they're dancing and they're clapping in Yantif. And no one, the Rabbanon, don't say anything to them. So you're telling me it's forbidden. We see people do it and the Rabbanon don't say anything. So he said back, according to your reasoning. This should sound familiar. We had a few days ago. A person should not sit on the edge of a lech. He should not sit by the edge of the Roshos. Why not? Because we have to be afraid something will roll outside the Roshos and you can come to take it. But we see that there are women who sit there and they put their, their buckets on the lechi at, at the edge of the mavoi. And the Rabbanon don't say anything. So if you're going to tell me that the fact that the Rabbanon don't scream should show us that something is allowed, but we see a different case which they do and they don't scream and we know for sure it's not allowed. Ella, what's the reason? A very important klal. Hanach li Yisrael. Leave klal Yisrael. Important to know the wording over here. People make a mistake. The wording of mutaf. That it's better for them to be a shayyig and not to be a mazid. Not to be a mazid. Now this is also a very important rule. How this applied. This is a rabbinic statement. This is not a statement, obviously, for a person to say, Oh, I'd rather not know anything. No, people have to learn. This is a rabbinic statement that when it comes to certain things that they understand, that Chazal or the Rabbanim in their infinite wisdom realize that people will not be able to withstand, so the Rabbanim at some level could turn a blind eye, will call it, not say something in order that the people doing Avira is a Shayyig and not a mazid. But what's clear is it's not a Lechatzchila, meaning of let's say people know that they will listen to, then you should tell them. So anytime in Alacha we find Mutav Sheishayigin, it doesn't mean, ah, it's okay, it's mutter. No, it means there's nothing we can do, people won't listen. But if someone will listen, let's say the Rav's wife, she will listen to him, then she, he, of course, should tell her not to do it. So that's what's going on over here, that Lamaisa is usher to dance the clap and one on the Yantif. But he says people don't listen, that's why we don't tell them. Says the Gemara, so we thought 10 lines down, this is only in the Dinder Abanan. But when it comes to a potential deraisa, we shouldn't apply this rule. It's not true. Both of them, if there's something that Klal Yisrael we see will not be able to handle and do not listen, then we don't get up and scream at them. 
Tosefes Yom Kippurim is Daraisa. Very important. When it comes to Yom Kippur, you have to add on a few minutes to Yom Kippur, just like Shabbos, but it's in Daraisa of Yom Kippur in he. And yet we see that people are eating and drinking Ajateshach all the way until nighttime. And they don't tell them anything. So what do we see? We see that even when there are Isuri Daraisa at stake, still we don't tell someone something if they're not going to be able to handle it. Again, how to weigh this, when to apply this, very complicated, very not bashit. But that's what we see here in the Gemara, that the Gemara applies to the regard to dancing and clapping on Yantif. That, don't tell people if they're not going to listen, but of course, if someone's going to listen, we can't be foolish. Of course, we have to say something and people should listen. So a woman is allowed to borrow from her friend, loaves of red, or about 12 lines down, the two dots. Says the Gemara, on Shabbos, that's which we're discussing over here is whether it's mutter, whether it's aser, Rashi says what's aser, to say halvieni, avobachol, shaver dummy. But it sounds like during the week, what's the problem? You could borrow things, you could lend things, say halvieni, make it into a loan, not make it into a loan. Says the Gemara, let's say the Mishnah is not like Hillel, that now we learned in the Mishnah. You're not allowed to lend a loaf of bread to your friend. Until you assess the value of the bread. It's a loan. We know this. I'm giving you an item. I can't give you that item. You know why? Because when you go to pay me back, that item might be worth more money. This is the concept of saw saw. You're not allowed to lend one item for another item because the market value might change. Says Hillel, the only time you're allowed to lend it if you assess the value prior. You know why? Maybe the price of wheat is going to go up and it's going to come to ribis. So says Hillel, you're not allowed to just simply lend something to your friend during the week. So for our Mishnah, it sounds like you're allowed to. Says the Gemara, if you look at him, he'll know, he'll could yes, fit with the Mishnah. The kids dame, when your kids dame, when you give a value for the item, Sorry, better. But Asher the Kitzame, when there's a place that this item has a set value, then there's no issue that the item might fluctuate because it can't fluctuate. It has a set value. So says the Gemara, when did our Mishnah say you let a lend and borrow it? Is in a place where there's a set value. A loaf of bread costs this. Then to borrow it, we don't have to be worried. The price of wheat might change. Why not? Because it has a set value. Says the Gemara of Inoy Mamino, you're about 13 lines, the two dots, or better, three lines before the wide lines. Itmar says the Gemara halvos yomtif Rav Yosef Amar loy nitli tavea veRabba Amar nitli tavea amach like as Rav Yosef and Rabba. What is the status if you lend something to someone on yomtif? Rav Yosef says loy nitli tavea. You can't bring that person to bed. In our case of the Mishnah, we said you go to your friend, you borrow something, and then you tell him, oh, here's my coat, and then after yomtif we'll make a cheshbon. Says the Gemara, is that a real halva or not? Rav Yisrael says, no, it's not a real alva, it's not a real loan, it's not a, it's not business uh, contractual agreement. Therefore, after the you can't bring it to Bezdin. And Rav says, no, yes, you can bring it to Bezdin. The Mar now explains. Rav Yisrael, Amr Lanitli Tavea, the Amr Nitzli Tavea, according to Rav Yisrael, if you could bring the person to Bezdin over the item, Asila Mechtav. We have to be afraid it's a real business agreement. If I know when I'm lending you this item, potentially after Yantif, I can bring you to court over it, we have to be afraid. We're going to come to write it down. That's what Rav Yosef holds. Rabbi Omar, first white line. No, you could bring him to Bezdin. If you're going to tell me that it's not binding and you can't bring him to Bezdin, he's not going to lend him anything. You're not going to have this food for Yantif. So because of Simchas Yantif, says Rabbi, we waive the potential Gezeira that you may come to write and we allow you to lend things on Yontif. Says the Gemara, we're going to try to bring Raya's and proofs, obviously, to the opinion of Rabbah and of Rabbi Yosef. So now we learn to the Mishnah. If he doesn't believe you, give him your coat and then come back after Yontif and figure it out. Says the Gemara, 
If you're going to tell me that you can't bring him to Bezdin, now it makes a lot of sense. Give him your coat, and then you have something of his, and then you'll figure it out. If you can bring him to Bezdin, why do you have to give him your coat? You can just bring him to Bezdin if you have any issues with him. Answers the Gemara, Omar, no, you know why? Because the guy's not going to want to do that. The lender's going to say, I don't need to start worrying about Bezdin. The has got a Bezdin. Forget it, I'm not lending you the item. Oh, were you afraid he's not going to lend the item? So then we say, okay, let him give him his coat so that he lends him the item. But it's not necessarily a proof whether this is a contractual or business agreement, whether you could bring him to Bezdin or not. So Masa, now the Gemara asked the other way a question on Rabbi Yisrael that says, Loi nit l'tevea. Masa, we never have been. Hashem is a part of the Chulka Barash Hashanah. If someone shlechs an animal and he apportions it, he gives it on Rosh Hashanah, says the Gemara, If on Rosh Hashanah, the day that they're standing is a 30-day month, it's the 30 of the prior month of Elul, meaning it's not really Rosh Hashanah, meaning today is really part of yesterday, part of last year, I should say, then Mishamit. Then after previous year with Shemitah, we know that during Shemitah you can't lend someone something. And if you lend someone something, all loans are canceled of Shemitah. So says the Gemara, if day 30, if it's day 30, meaning a full month, meaning that day 30 is really part of the previous year, then a Mishamit, the loan is canceled. If it was day 29, then ain't a Mishamit. That means, I mean, if the month only had 29 days, that means today is the first day of the new year, so loan is not canceled. Says the Gemara, and if you're going to tell me that this type of loan, this giving of items on Yontif and Shabbos, is not something you will come to Bezdin over, my Meshamit, what do you mean that the loan is canceled? There's no cancel, no real loan. Answers the Gemara, no. It said that if it was a 30 day month, then it's Meshamit, then the loan is canceled. You know why? Because it's not Rosh Hashanah today. It was a mistake. Today is day 30 of the previous month. It's really a regular weekday. And that's the reason why. You're allowed to do it, but again, it's not necessarily a rayah. Kamar tries again, touch mommy safer, let's bring a proof from the safer. Imla that we said if it's not a 30-day month, it was a 29-day month. So today is yes, Rosh Hashanah, it's the first day of the new year. Ain't no Meshamit. So then we said the loan is not canceled. Says the Gemara that proof the other way. If you're gonna tell me this is a loan that you can bring to Bezdin, I know they can't in a Meshamit. I understand what this means. It's not Meshamit, it's a real binding loan, and now you can bring the guy to Bezdin. El Yamar Lloyd If you tell me that it's not a real loan, and he can't bring the guy to Bezdin, am I in a Meshamit? What do you mean it's in a Meshamit? Says the Gemara, no, what it means is the Yavle Shakil. It means in a Meshamit that the loan still exists. And if he comes to be back in his own accord, not because he brought it to Bezdin, then you'll have to take the money. Says Gemara, one second. Mechlal Duresha, so that does then apply. That Duresha that said it's yes, Meshamit, Yavle Loy Shakil. It says it's Meshamit, the loan is canceled. If he comes to pay you on his own accord, you're not allowed to take it? Of course you're allowed to take it. The whole din of canceling and not canceling in Shemitah just has to do with bringing it to Bezdin. But if he wants to pay in his own, you're allowed to do it. Says the Gemara. Leishakal Reishat Sarach Lameimar Leishamitani. In the Reisha, you have to tell him, I, Meshamitani, it's not a real loan. That's the din of Shemitah. Whenever there's a loan in Shemitah and the guy tries to pay back, you have to tell him, Meshamitani, the loan is canceled. In the safer, you do not have to say Meshamirani because the loan is still existing. Kiddanan, let me learn to the Mishnah important rule about Shemitah. Someone who wants to return a, 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 a debt on Shemitah, what do you have to say to him? Meshamirani, this loan is cancelled. The guy's at Sadiq and he says, okay, I agree, Medina, it's cancelled. But I've all and I still want to pay you. Then he called me, man, and then you let it accept it. Misham, you know why? Remember the Pasik says, Zedva. 
Dvar HaShemitah, it's the Dvar, it's the words of Shemitah, that the fact that the loan is cancelled or not cancelled teaches us that you have to tell him about it. But once you tell him, then you gotta take it back, and that's what it means whether Meshamed or not Meshamed, but it's not necessarily a proof whether the loan on Yontav Shabbos is a real that you can bring into Bezin or not. Rav Avi Yashakam Ashkuna, Sligmar says, what do they, these Tanayim used to do is a Marayim, in order to get their loans back, if they loaned on Yontav, they would take a Mashkin, Rabbi Aluya, Marim Arume, would do some Arama, after Yontav, would take an article of clothing or something, exactly what that Rama is, is a Machlaik as we shine him. Let's finish off Achain Erev Pesach. We said if it's Erev Pesach, you'll have to take an animal from the person for a current Pesach. Says Gemara, Amr Rabbi Yechran, Rabbi 15 lines from the bottom two lines. Tats. Amr Rabbi Yechran, Maktish, Adam Pesach, Beshabbis. You know we see from here? You're allowed to be maktish. You're allowed to make your carbon Pesach hektish. You're allowed to make it into a carbon. Say this animal is going to be a carbon on Shabbos. Or a chagigo, any of the obligations you have to bring on Yantif. You're allowed to make it on Yantif. Name Messiah, I'll bring you a proof. If Arab Pesach falls on a Shabbos, the Raisa says, What do you do? Give him your talis and take the Pesach. And after Yantif, make a calculation. So, what do we see clearly? Seemingly, you're allowed to make the animal into a carbon on Yantif, on Pesach. Says the Mar, no proof. No, the case is that someone else already made this animal to Karim Pesach. You are going into that group. Obviously, the dinner by Karim Pesach is everyone has to be part of the group to eat from the carbon. So let's say there's a five people a part of a group, and you're not part of a group yet. So you could go to them on Chavez and say, I want to buy into your group. I want to be part of the group. And that's what you're giving them your talis to be part of the group. But you're not actually making the animal hectic on Pesach. That was readily done. Ask the Gemara of Anantanam, but we learned, you're not allowed to put someone onto an animal. There's a din of Minoy. You have to make a list who's part of this current basic. You're not allowed to do that on Shabbos or Yantif. Says the Gemara, shiny Yachad, keep the Ruggleth, like your buddies with him, your custom by him, command him, dami. It's as if you already were listed on the animal in the beginning, therefore you're allowed to do it on Yantif. Vatani Ravashi says the Gemara Ravashi taught us how to meet Raya, Ruggleth, like you let it go to the shepherd that you're in common with, Venusli, Tla. Give him a sheep, lebischai, umakdisha, and make it actish v'yaitze by and leaf. Says the Gemara, well, how are you allowed to do that? Seemingly again, it sounds like you're allowed to make the animal into karma pesach on yantif. No, asanami answers the Gemara. Give the ragulat, so your buddy to the makdish they make kar. He already made it actish. Says the Gemara, makdish katani. It says it is. You're making it actish. Hit the shalim with the rabbanon. No, that's a dinder rabbanon. Midaraisa, he knew you were going to come and take it, so he already made it actish. Midrabbanon, you have a din to say this animal is actish. That's only dinder rabbanon. That for sure you can do on yantif. Says the Gemara, Miyam Rav Yechlan, Hachiv, Amar Rav Yechlan, Lachistam Mishnah. Just like yesterday, Rav Yechlan passed like Yastam Mishnah. Tanan and the Mishnah teaches us, Lay Makdishim, Lay Marichim, Lay Makrimin, Lay Makbin, Trumazum Isris, Kolele Biantif, Amru, Kavachim, Rav Shabbis. You're not allowed to make Hakdish. You're not allowed to give the, your value to the base of Mikdash. You're not allowed to take an item and make that item into Chayrim. You're not allowed to pick up Trumazum Isis. All these things you can't do in Yantif, and certainly not Shabbis. So how are you allowed to make this animal into Hakdish and Shabbis? Like Kasha, Kamba Chayvish, Kavulemsman, Kamba Chayvish, Kavulemsman. When it's a when it's an obligation that is, has a zman, like a carbon, it has to be brought by a certain day. Let's Rashi, the last Rashi for the Mishnah says, When there's no set time, then you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos and Yantif. But if there's a set time, then you're allowed to yes, do it on Shabbos and Yantif. And we'll pick it up from the Mishnah on Sunday.